And good afternoon. I'm Al Cresta. Judging by what we're seeing from some polling, private polling that's being done, the more voters are learning about Proposal 3 in the state of Michigan, the less they like it. For those of you who haven't been following our coverage of Proposal 3, in the state of Michigan, there's an attempt to establish a constitutional amendment through a referendum on November 8th. This would establish a right to abortion in the Michigan Constitution. It's being brought by groups like uh, Planned Parenthood, American Civil Liberties Union, and so they managed to get it on the ballot. We're urging uh, a vote no on Proposal uh, 3, and I'll tell you uh, some of the reasons why. We've talked about it quite a bit, but with me right now, we have an attorney based in Michigan, Dan Devine. He's coordinating the pro-life prayer rally in Lansing coming up this weekend, which we'll talk about. But he's also really mastered uh, a lot of the legal material uh, involved here, too, including awareness of the 40 different uh, laws and regulations that this uh, Proposal 3 would uh, eliminate were it to pass. Uh, Dan, good to have you with me. Thanks. Thank you, Al. Thank you for having me on the show. Well, let's let's talk about, well, first of all, let's talk about the rally. Let's make sure we get that up front here. That's coming up this Saturday at the Capitol in Lansing. Is that right? That's correct. On Saturday, October 15, this Saturday, from noon to 3, we are gathering with Catholics, uh, Protestants, all non-denominational churches. We've invited a, a hundred thousand people uh, through various ways that have not been shut down through social media, mm-hmm. and we're expecting a very large crowd to pray for the defeat of Proposal Three. Yeah. Okay. So that's this Saturday. What time is it again? Noon to three okay. on the Capitol steps in Lansing. All right. So that's easy to get to. Uh, let's make sure, Bryant, that we have it on our slider there on our website as well. Uh, Thank you. Dan, let me, let me go to something that is often being said in response to uh, Proposal 3, and it is that there are a number of state laws, 40 is the number that's usually thrown out, state laws that could be affected uh, by... Passage of this constitutional amendment. Give us some idea of what those laws are. I don't. We're not going to go through all forty of them, but give us some idea of what. Well, I'll tell you the most important and the one that's really changing minds, even amongst pro-choice people, especially moderate pro-choice people mm-hmm. and moderate pro-life people, because they exist too, is that this would totally strip the parental rights away from parents who have the right and obligation to raise their children. It would allow for children at any age to receive abortion, sterilization, uh, puberty-blocking techniques, those kind of things, uh, without the parent's knowledge, uh, much less consent. Mm -hmm. Now, that's a law that has been in place for many, many years. You, You can't have your child receive Tylenol at school without written permission from the parent. And uh, so this is that would be stripped away entirely. Uh, The other thing is partial birth abortion. Abortion would be allowable up until the moment of birth, and some say even beyond that. And there would be no prosecution allowed under the law for a botched abortion or infanticide 
prosecutor's hands would be tied entirely uh, from looking, even looking into a suspicious death. Uh, doctors would not be sued for malpractice because they could not be held responsible for um, any botched abortion. And currently, doctors are required to perform abortions in Michigan. That would go away. Any health care provider, uh, which could be anyone in the health care realm, could uh, perform abortions without any um, requirement for a doctor being present. So those are some of the major ones where when we explain this to pro-choice people and people who are kind of on the fence pro-lifers, they're totally shocked by it. And so we're, we're wanting them to take a, a second look right. because, as you mentioned, the ACLU, their lawyers, they wrote this uh, proposed uh, constitutional amendment. It's not just a law. It's going into the Constitution right. of the state. Right. And it's for the benefit of their client, which is Planned Parenthood, a corporation that would benefit as the largest provider of abortions in Michigan. It's a moneymaker. Yeah. So imagine if Ford Motor Company wanted to have a constitutional amendment in the Michigan Constitution where you could only buy Ford products. People would be outraged by that. Right. And I, so people are becoming more and more outraged when they figure out that this is a corporation that came in from out of state. It's not a grassroots Michigan group saying we want this uh, uh, extreme abortion on, in the Constitution. It was written by outsiders. They pumped in over $200 million into this thing. Um, wow. to get it on, on the books, and it would eliminate all of these laws that pro-choice people voted for over the years. Hmm. All of the laws that, that is, are, would be taken away never would have been passed just by pro-life people. Pro-choice people have also voted to enact those laws. So it would strip everything away, and we would be the most extreme state in in the country and the template for, for the rest of the 50 states. That's why it's so dangerous, and it's really ground zero here in Michigan. Yeah, now, that's what we've been saying. Uh, Michigan is at the epicenter of this national uh, struggle, and that's why we're giving it so much attention, even in our national programs. Uh, taxpayer funding uh, uh, for uh, abortion, uh, is that more likely uh, if this becomes part of the constitutional, part of the Constitution here in Michigan? Yes, absolutely. And, of course, that's something that we have fought uh, against all these years and pro-choice people don't want to pay for someone else's abortion either out of their tax dollars so it's going to really just be something where the taxpayers would fund it Planned Parenthood would make the money and there's been no question asked about well what what happens when the baby is aborted what happens to the fetal material the the deceased unborn child mm-hmm. and and that's something that will never be investigated if this thing is passed it's a huge money maker because the aborted fetus is a product and uh, it makes them uh, extreme amounts of money and the longer the term goes that the child is in gestation the more valuable the body parts yeah i'm talking Sickening. with yeah it is it is uh, very troubling my guest is Dan Devine. He's an attorney based in Michigan. We're talking about the uh, the battle over Proposal 3. We've been urging vote no on Proposal 3. And Dan is also leading, uh, he's organizing a prayer uh, gathering uh, on the Capitol steps uh, in Lansing, Lansing, Michigan. Lansing's the capital of the state of Michigan. And so Saturday from noon till 3, 
uh, invitations have gone out to 100,000 uh, people through various networks of churches and uh, social media to bring people together to pray on the Capitol steps this Saturday at noon uh, till 3. So we're urging you to participate in that. We'll have information, of course, available at our website as well. Uh, we've been talking, though, about the 40 uh, state laws that could be affected if this uh, Proposal 3 ends up becoming part of the Michigan Constitution. And uh, now what became... I don't want to get too technical about this, but what became of the 1931 law that was supposed to protect unborn life? Many people thought that if Roe were uh, discarded, that the 31 law would, you know, kick in. Uh, what happened there? Well, they, uh, the Planned Parenthood people, they're very adept through the ACLU at anticipation. Sometimes in the pro-life movement, movement were more reactive. They were very proactive. They went to court in Oakland County, a very liberal judge, a circuit court judge, who struck that law down. Um, and it then was sent to the Court of Claims, which is a one-judge uh, uh, person from the Court of Appeals. And it was a judge who used to be the lawyer for Planned Parenthood. So you can imagine her bias. She did not recuse herself. Wow. And so she agreed that that, that law should be struck down. Uh, in essence, allowing for abortion um, on demand in Michigan at this point in time. So the big lie that the Planned Parenthood uh, organization is spreading to get this abortion amendment passed, Proposal 3, is that if you don't vote for this amendment, uh, abortion is going to be illegal the day after the election. And it's simply not true. Right. In fact, abortion is going to be more widely available, uh, even if this um, uh, proposal is defeated. So uh, what we need to do is talk about what do we do if it is defeated. It will. I think it would be a great blessing to the state in that it would allow all the stakeholders involved in abortion, people from every religious background, doctors, lawyers, nurses, mothers, uh, children's organizations, all the ACLU, all to come together and have a commission of sorts or a conclave where we discuss, number one, what is the state of the law on abortion in Michigan? Number two, what are the problems that cause abortion in the first place? And how can we try to eliminate those problems where we can and to help people see abortion as only the last-ditch um, solution as opposed to the first step solution and get people to maybe come together as, as it should have been done many, many years ago where the polar extremes are brought to the middle and we can come to a somewhat reasonable approach in law where people could begrudgingly accept some sort of a compromise mm -hmm. rather than an outright ban, which will never happen in Michigan, and or an outright uh, uh, constitutional amendment like they're pushing right now, which is so extreme that it's going to just blow people's minds if it happens and they didn't know about it. Yeah, uh, people will be surprised. Uh, I've been surprised in talking uh, with uh, friends of ours who have been out going door to door. Uh, they've been surprised at how few people actually are even aware of Proposal 3. So, right. you know, we're doing a work of education 
uh, at the very least, by going door to door here and letting people know what's at stake uh, with this proposal. Uh, hopefully, absolutely, yeah. education is the key. You, you don't want to wake up in the morning and realize you were bamboozled. Uh, right. Whether you're buying a car, yep. you realize, geez, they told me all these things, and it's not that way. Aluminum siding, all these things that, <laughs> where you can get ripped off. You know, I used but to sell aluminum siding door to door. So <laughs> there you go, the tin man. So, but you know, the point of it is, is that. You wouldn't buy a car, you wouldn't buy a house without inspecting it. Right. And you have to inspect something that's going to affect the lives of people going forward over the next 50 years. Dan, thanks. Good talking with you. Hope to see you on Saturday. God bless you, Al. Thank you. Dan Devine, attorney based in Michigan. He's organizing the prayer rally on the steps of the state capitol in Lansing, Michigan, this Saturday at noon.